Hey, what's up? It's Bill Burr and it's Joe DeRosa. Hi, Bill. Hello, Joey. And it's time for another episode of Uninformed. No reading, no research, just strong opinions. That's our little slug line, Joe. Someday we'll put it on a bumper sticker. (laughs) Which is strange because today's episode is actually about reading. Joe, nobody does a segue like you. (laughs) All these years of your segue seminars you took every summer in New York, they're finally paying off. That's right. This, what we're going to talk about for the next half hour is going to be, we're going to talk about reading. Two things (laughs) that we, when I was asking Joe, this is how we came up with this. I was asked, I was saying a friend of mine sent me a, um, a copy of his book that he wrote. He was in a band. I'm not going to say who, what, any of that, but this thing is fucking epic. He pulls no punches or anything, and I'm reading this shit. And it's funny, because if you gave me, like, a classic Joe, if you gave me one of the, uh, the right. three little pigs, what's a classic Joe? Burn on a wire? Sure. Snow White. What, are they, what do you call them there? Yeah. Uh, Moby Dick. Moby Dick's a good one. Okay. Christmas Carol. Your Christmas, your Christmas Addicts. <laughs> The Life and Times of, uh, of uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You gave me one of those, Joe. It would take me fucking half a decade to get through it. <laughs> through three, four hundred pages. <laughs> you give me a rock autobiography, and I will, I will fucking... I, four days, I'll get through it. Is, I, I just blew through this book. Is this book out yet? It, the book is not out yet, Joe. Oh, okay. That's, I got you. So All right. he wanted me to... I don't know. He want, wanted me to check it out. Maybe, you know... We need to proofread it. Yeah, whatever, you know, Joe, I know how to spell. You're a published author. Yeah. He said, Can you please proofread no, my like, book. He goes, this thing's kit in the stores. I think he eventually wants to do the podcast. I don't know what, but he, he sent it to me. And I was like, all right, I'll read this fucking thing. And, dude, I got like three paragraphs in, and I was just like, this band is never getting back together. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. I hope, I hope it comes out soon. I want to Oh, read it is. It, it is. Because right, I, said, I said, dude, you pulled no punches. And he was just like, yeah, too late now. It's going to press. So I think he just... Uh, they're printing it up or whatever, and they just need a couple of blurbs from a couple of people in the public eye, Joe. <laughs> right. And uh, so he, evidently he's burned a lot of bridges, so he was left calling me. <laughs> <laughs> someone with no pull in this business and someone who takes fucking five years to read a classic. What is your blurb on the back going to say? Uh, a laugh riot. A tour de force. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm going to write something sincere because I fucking love the book. Yeah. I love the book. And what's great was when you read a book like this now, when they talk about gigs in articles in Rolling Stone, you can just Google them, just put the book down, and then just go read the shit and be like, oh, wow, this is what the fuck he's talking about. This is some real shit. And then you go back to the book. Oh, and like, I loved a, it. A, like a, he'll reference an event or an incident. And then you yeah, can just, Yeah, a I singer got jumped into the crowd and blah, 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 blah. He did it in fucking Albuquerque. And then you just look you. up and it's just like, you know, so-and-so band, big fight, singer yeah. jumps in. And then you get to read what they thought the day after, and then him looking back 20 years talking about what the, uh, the melee That's always did the to problem. the band. That's so, Joe, what I'm asking you, right. does that count as reading? Yeah. I can't say I'm well-read. Like, if I just read... Bill, the- I, nobody would say that about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you act like it's too- getting thrown at you a lot. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. Jesus, Joe, you're coming mean and you're coming hard. Um, what I meant was, if you've read like 500 books, generally speaking, people would say this guy is well read. Yeah. But if the 500 books you read 
were all athletes and rock stars autobiographies. You can't say that that person is well. You can say he's read a lot. I always, you know what, man? What is it, Joe? I, I, I always thought that well-read meant you had a command of the language, like, and, and you had access to a lot of information. And I don't know if that really ties into necessarily what you read. You know what I mean? Because, look, if a no, guy... Joe, I thought it meant you read <laughs> on a wide variety of topics. Yeah, well, I guess that's how you get you come off the... as a moron. Yeah, you just sit there, Joe, but, you know, you memorize the dictionary. <laughs> this guy's well-read. Aardvark. A-D-V-R-K. I mean, I'll spell it. As you can tell, yeah, I'm not well-read either. I've given my defining of the term. But, I mean, but what if... How many classics have you read, Joe? Dude, it is fucking embarrassing. Dude, I, 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 I've actually had my short fiction published. Like, Penthouse was publishing my short horror stories for, like, I got two or three of them published. Like, literally fucking published. And I'm sitting here going, I never fucking read Catcher in the Rye. Right. I never read War and Peace. Yeah, but Joe, we're also living in this time of streaming where everybody gets a TV show, including myself, you know? So, like, I don't think that's too much of an accomplishment. I don't want to start a fight, Joe. <laughs> But it did bug me a little bit when you said your nonfiction was published. Oh, oh Jesus, Joe, you just Jesus. knocked over the entire fucking franchise here. That See is. if we're still going, Joe. Are we still going? I think we're still going. Ah, oh, we're still going. Right, so go. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is I'm like, that's, that's embarrassing to me that, like, like I, I asked mean. for Catcher in the Rye for Christmas, and I got it. And I'm like, I got to read this. Like, you can't. Great book, Joe. People I hear are not lying. I hear it's very good. It's bad that every alt comic has referenced And So It Goes. Um, what is that? Isn't that the Kurt Vonnegut? Uh, am I talking about the right book? No, Catcher in the Rye. Oh, this is the other one. Catcher in the Rye is the book about the, the coming-of-age story, the guy that's, like, disenchanted. Oh, okay. What's the one that's about Dresden? Dresden? Yeah. I don't know what Dresden is. Dresden was a city in Germany that was made out of wood, essentially, because it was an older city, and we <laughs> firebombed it in World War II, burning women and children and babies and all kinds of shit because it was, uh, it was you know, it was game seven <laughs> and who was going to win the war, and right. uh, we went a little St. Louis Blues on them. We did is, what we had to do to fucking get there. Is that Slaughterhouse-Five? No. I actually went through a period where I read... Like 20 years ago. I was sick of people using shit as references, and I didn't know what it was. I read The Count of Monte Cristo. I read uh, that one you just said. Slaughterhouse-Five? No. Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. I read the one that was about Dresden and So It Goes. I read like five Ernest Hemingways, For Whom the Bells Told, the fucking one about the bullfighting in Spain. Right. I can't remember any of them. I read The Prince and the Pauper. I read the one book I had that I fucking loved. And, I, and I, I just was moving, and books are heavy, so I just left it behind. Was there, there was a book of Mark Twain's short stories, dude. And at that point, the stories were like 80, 90 years old. Dude, it was laugh-out-loud funny. I was, he was one of the funniest guys ever. Yeah, he's very funny. Um, but it didn't do anything to my intellect. I, I read Moby Dick. It just, I, I didn't feel any smarter. I didn't, never went to any sort of party where they're like, hoo, hoo, when I made a point. <laughs> right. I think, I think it just, at a certain point, you just are who you are, no matter, I mean, I, like, I, like, let's take ourselves out of this situation and do what we love to do. Make fun of Bobby Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> How many classics could he read 
before he wasn't Bobby Kelly. Uh, you, you're geez. Bobby Kelly. Bobby's more interested in Vlasics. Huh? <laughs> the pickles. Oh, <laughs> How many could you read and you wouldn't be fucking Joe? Like, I, I, don't, I just don't think... That's what I, I think you got to read him as a kid and it opens your mind up. But once you're a jaded adult, when you start reading The Prince and the Pauper at fucking 35, I don't think that that fucking does anything to you. But well-read, I think, is like, it's like poetry and nonfiction and stuff. You're not learning anything from fiction, I mean, necessarily. You could read a bunch of Stephen King. That doesn't mean you're well-read. They're well-written books, you know? Yeah, he does an all right job, Joe. Yeah. I mean, it's not like your penthouse nonfiction. <laughs> fiction. It was oh, fiction. fiction. Yeah. Sorry. I but thought you were writing the truth about your cock. No, no. But that's all I write. That's all I read, excuse me, is because that's what I like. Like, I read a lot of, like, short fiction, fantasy or horror fiction, stuff like that. I've what read a lot of that about stuff. that shit? I don't know. That I you like, got into it? I like Do horror, you, is dude. A, is, I don't know. Why? I just oddly find it very relaxing, and I just enjoy it. I really enjoy it. It's the one thing that, the one thing I can, the, the, the one medium or whatever you want to call it of art that, I, that can take me completely out of reality for a little while. You know, you watch comedy as a comic, there's some sort of analytical thing happening. You watch drama, it reminds you of real life. You know, there's something about horror that just takes me out of it. And oh, I, so you could, I, yeah, yeah. I, I fucking hate horror movies because to me, it's not fantasy. It's actually happening, and every single one of them scares the shit out of me. You could have the most hacky, unless you know those classic ones that people make. You know, they, you know those edits of some of the worst horror movies, like that one right. where the guy zooms in on the kid's mouth. He's gonna go after everyone else, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> that poor actor he just fucking ruined his career. Uh, I mean, I like the monster stuff, so, you know, supernatural stuff. Oh, so like I know what? it's... You know. Star Wars, Jawas, and well, Wookiees. That's, that's not really horror, but yeah. Yeah, I like... You know I like that stuff. You know, I like, I like shit like that, but... Edward Scissorhands? No, not an Edward Scissorhands fan. Uh, that's for the goth kids. But, you know, some of the Frankie earlier... Frankie goes to Hollywood? Frankie goes... Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, is you read what you like, so I've Chucky. read... Yeah, that's yeah, okay, yeah. Chucky was hilarious. He was like a fucking bar yeah. hack comic yeah. that was killing people, and he was like a little doll. Yeah, some of them are good. Some of them are really good. They made, you know, a shitload of them. But, but um, you read what you like is my point. Like, I've read a lot of that stuff, but I wouldn't, you know, I'm not well read. You've read Jokes. a lot of these biography things you're talking about. <laughs> right now, yeah, I'm going through the one that I'm reading in my next book. I got the hardcover version of a book that Ken Stabler wrote, uh, quarterback of the Oakland Raiders in the 70s. Well, here's my question. Well, here's my question. Why is that any worse than, than reading, you know, the memoirs of some guy that lived in France? And, you know what I mean? Everybody's always talking about, oh, you got to read this memoir. It's a be- Like, what's the difference? That guy's t- he's just telling his story. You just right. happen to be interested in that kind of story. I think when you read a whole book and you don't have to look up one word, you're not really, you're not really like, pushing yourself. <laughs> I, th- I think you're just uh, you're staying in your comfort zone. I stay in my comfort zone when I read. I've read a few things like uh, some war books, The Rape of Nan King. I read, I, you know, I was trying to figure out, because they always would mainly talk in World War II. They would talk about what the fuck went down in uh, Europe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whitey, caring about Whitey, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, over in Asia, they didn't really talk about it. I just got read a few shit on Iwo Jima and some of the pilots over there and uh, some of the shit Jap- Japan did to mainland China. 
I read a little bit of that, and right. it's just uh, it's just horribly depressing. And they go, "Let you know about history, you don't repeat it." It's like uh, I can know all about history. I am not in charge, and I'm not making any decisions. Right, 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 <laughs> right. And, and yeah, yeah. my vote, you know, I, I can cast my vote, but everybody tells me that I'm wasting it when I fucking vote for people who are openly saying that corporations are running our foreign policy. Yeah. So there's I no way to win. There's no way to win. <laughs> And also, so you stay in your horror. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to read Ken Stable, and then I'm going to follow it up with Dan Pastorini, because I'm going to get both their takes on that blockbuster trade when they change teams, which I didn't think worked out for either one of them, Joe. Did I, I didn't think I can say it either. Neither did I. 40-something. 40 years later. I called that the, uh, the, the blunder of 76. Blunder in the tundra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The blunder down under, I called it. You knew it. You weren't even born yet, and you no, knew it. I know about it. You know. I, I know about it. Do you feel bad that you met, missed the bicentennial, Joe? That was uh, one of the funnest years in the 70s. <laughs> Why? Because everything was just painted red, white, and blue, and they always having a fucking parade. The spirit is 76. How old are you, like six or like something? I was like 18. What? Yeah. I shaved 10 years off because of the business. <laughs> I've been lying. That's the real reason I shaved my hair head is because it's ghost white and i was starting to look like the fucking professor in uh, back to the future i actually have a full head of hair but if i can stick with the lie that i'm actually only 51 no i was uh like eight? i was eight yeah eight years old yeah all right eight and it was great joe eight was great before 78 before 78 and old fucking great. joey wrote well you were 77 77 oh, man you just missed it. i just missed it i just missed elvis he died he died like Two days before I was born or something. It was That's like, the name of your autobiography, and I'll read that too. I just Joe, missed it. Joe DeRosa. I just missed it. And it's, and it's you sitting in a bar day drinking is the picture. <laughs> like one of those old Sinatra where, where he's got the raincoat on in the bar, like just to hammer home how sad it is. Oh, he came favorite. in from the rain. He's yeah. drinking alone. Uh, that's so funny, dude. I so just missed it. Set him up, it. Joe. <laughs> I got a little story I'd you, like you to know. We got to remember that that's a great title, man. I just missed it. I just missed it. Yeah, there you go. I still want you to do that comedy album, The Sensation, and you're stepping out of the limo. I'll do it. I'll do it. What's stopping me, Bill? The world's I don't know, my Joe, oyster. Joe, you know something, Joe? What I've noticed is if you, in this business, if you just keep saying you're great, people will just start repeating what you're saying, and then they think you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, post- Joe, just, you're a sensation. You say the things that people think but are afraid to say. Um, comedy, you didn't pick comedy. Comedy picked you. Yeah, I'm a vessel. You are. I'm a vessel. I've said it before. You know, Bill, we're all just husks of meat in this illusion. We're all living oh, it. God. <laughs> These word thoughts coming out of our... Cavern in our skull. uh, Look, I'll say this on behalf of myself. We mix in different circles, so I'm not trying to drag you into a show. Hey, Joe, I'm not in your drug world. (laughs) Let's not trash any comment. I don't want to name any names. I'm not going to name any comment. I was going to name an actor that has lost his... uh, I won't get into it. Oh, Jesus. I won't get into it. Okay, well, let's say what he said. What did he say, Joe? People on Reddit love this. They love to try to figure out who the fuck he's talking about. He got an award, uh, and I watched the acceptance speech... Now, is he an actual he or is he a she that identifies as he? He's a he. He's a he. Yeah. He's not a they. He's a regular he. And, okay. uh, and he goes up on stage. He gets this big applause because he gets this uh, Charlie Chaplin award. And he goes on stage and he goes, that was a very convincing simulation. 
That's his first line out of the fucking thing. Oh, no. Yeah. And then he starts talking about how we all need to be more luminous like Charlie Chaplin, who had to marry his second wife in Mexico because it was the second 15-year-old he took down. <laughs> they were going to fucking arrest him if he did it here. <laughs> and then he starts trashing American consumer culture as he stands in front of a sign that says, presented by American Airlines. I'm just like, these fucking people, man, they're just, they're, they get... You, some it's pe- fun, though. Isn't it fun to watch somebody take the ride? Yeah. Everybody goes a little bit, but to, to watch somebody go all the way down, Woo! all the way down the rabbit hole. Did you see... They get, I told you, they get a case of the yeah, yeah, yes. Did you they see... They get rid of all of their friends, and they just got a people around them just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should I do this? Yeah. And then they just, they do that until you fall on your fucking face. And then they just walk away and be like, what was that guy thinking? Oh, my God. Did you see Timothy Oliphant trash fucking Jim Carrey on Conan? I don't know who that is. Timothy Oliphant's the guy. He's, he's you know him. If you, he, was, he was the guy in Justified, that TV show. He's in the new Tarantino. If Joe, you s- I am knee deep in a rock autobiography right now, and I have Ken Stabler on goes, deck. I don't know what's going dude, on in the world today. He brought up the fucking, that documentary Jim Carrey did, where on. he was like, Andy Kaufman possessed me while I did the part and all that shit, you know? I and, love that. Did you see that fucking bit he did when he was in the convertible? Acting out the Kennedy assassination is one of the most brilliant fucking things I've ever seen. I enjoyed the movie myself, but Timothy only fucking goes... They brought it up, and he goes, he goes, I watched it. And then he goes, uh, he goes, I enjoyed it. The person I was channeling at the time thought it was pretentious and douchey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right, wow, that's funny. That is a real blow across the bow, as they say. Um, but here's my question. I still loved it, though, and I still yeah, no, it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed... I, I really liked that movie a lot. I enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, but, but, but wait a minute. So what's the... Um, we were talking about... Oh, I, what I was going to say is like, like Hemingway. You mentioned Hemingway. I read Hemingway's short stories. He's I, taking a lot of hits now. Why? For what? I mean, he was a maniac, but it yeah, was, he was fucking he was a 80 maniac. years ago. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a book. He drops the N-word. Like, he refers to one character as the N-word. It was uncomfortable when I read it 20 years ago. But it's also like, I just love how people look at it with 2019 eyes, acting like if they were back then that they couldn't have been that. What you're seeing is this humanity with the information we had at the time and the way things were, how lucky you are to be alive now. But people don't, they, they, ugh, people don't look at it that way. They look at it like he's from 2019 and he thought that way. And they just sit there and they use that yeah. selfishly yeah. as a white person to then fucking show what a, how woke they are yeah. while never fucking doing anything. Never yeah. leave. All they do is just tweet about it. It drives me up the fucking wall that, uh, you know. Hanging out with your fucking white friends. Yeah. And now you're going to fucking talk about social issues because you tweeted about it. All of a sudden you did something and that changed something. Yeah. Does this AC suck or is it me? It's, it's, it, uh, it's, it's weak. Not, it's not good. But you might, I think you might just need a filter change. That, when I used to live here, I remember that that needed, that particular AC often needed a filter change. Yeah, they both suck. I'm going to get, um, I got to get, they both, neither one are working. We just changed the filter in the other one. Let me try turning it down. 
turn the uh, tent. Joe, why don't we just focus on the podcast? But you're sitting yeah. there fanning yourself yeah. like an old lady. It'll take in me church. two seconds. All right. I'm just going to turn the tent down. Can I do the? Uh, I'll do the little uh, the commentary. Joe is wearing uh, sort of dad, maybe hipster jeans, like a hipster knocked up. Are these bad jeans? No, no, Joe. <laughs> Are people not going to like me? Is that your daily struggle, Joe? Oh, God. All right. Um, Joe, I got to say, this has been very interesting talking to you here. Bill, I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying you enjoying talking to me, Joe. I want to tell you my two favorite things I ever read in an autobiography. All right. Because you asked me if I'd read any earlier before we started recording. So wait, have we decided if reading autobiographies, that that doesn't make you well-read? No, but also I, I don't think reading lots of... Uh, reputable books makes you well read. I think. What you if have you to... then spew the facts at people, whether they asked for them or not? But that's what I'm saying. Even if you read all the classics, Hemingway and whatever, you couldn't spew facts from that. You would just be. You would just know the elements of his story or his fiction. You know what I'm saying? Like well read, I think means like you re- have read history and philosophy and stuff that you could actually apply to daily life. Well, I think it's twofold. I think if you're young. Right. And you read those books. Or you read, if you just read books and they open your mind and your imagination, I think it's like a muscle and you can become smarter. But I think after you've been boozing it up for a couple of decades, if you go back and <laughs> right. go read some classics, um, you can make up for lost time a little bit. But like that makes sense. The, da- the damage has been done. That, you know what, dude? I was thinking about that the other day as far as like physical health goes. And I'm like, I'm fucked. I never played sports. Every guy I know that can, like, not bust his ass to have a decent body is, is a guy that played sports when he was younger. You lay, when you miss that foundation, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm always going to have It's tits. a work ethic, and it's a discipline. It yeah. isn't you can eat anything. Right. It isn't. It's what, no, right. it's what people who are out of shape project onto people that are in shape. I, I used to have a roommate that was... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say his name, but, right. you know, he used to say things like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite running joke on this thing. <laughs> you can eat anything, dude. And it's just like, that's what, you know, he wasn't the only one. A lot of my well, friends who uh, have, have those types of issues. And then it's like, but here's the thing, though. I also, what I was going to say is that as far as like reading in adult life, as far as expanding your mind. I, is, I would say is uh, going to therapy and actually getting a good therapist and undoing some bullshit in your brain. When, you know, if, you're, if you're willing to take that 15-year ride, because I, that's kind of how long it's going to... Depending, you know, when I mean, you're my age, when you're trying to undo shit that's like half a century old, it's not like you just kind of go in there. But we're going to save that for the next episode, Joe. Well, what I'm saying about the, the reading, fitness, whatever analogy, it's like, like you take a guy like... I was with Nate Craig the other night. Nate's Joe, in, let's not drop names here. <laughs> Nate's an amazing shape. And I go, dude, what do, you, what do you do? Do you work out like crazy? And he goes, no. He goes, I do yoga once a week. You know, I just don't eat like total shit. I drink. And I was like, if I did exactly what you do, I would not look like you because I never had the. He goes, I played a lot of sports as a kid, and I was like, that gives you a base to work off of when you don't do that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. Yeah. It's just the same thing with reading when you don't do that. Yeah, but, but Joe, you're not that out of shape. 
No, I'm just saying, even when I was in my best shape ever, I still had little tits. You know what I mean? They, they've never been pecs, ever. Yeah, but Joe, well, can I ask you a question? <laughs> when have you ever, like, consistently bench-pressed? Just do it with dumbbells. Uh, I, I, I used to jog about two, three I'm years. I'm not talking about jogging no, no, and all no, that hear, silly hear shit. Hear, hear me out for a second. People die doing that, Joe. I, I can't stand it. Time. It's fucking horrible. But a few years back, I was jogging, and then I would do weights after I jogged. And, and my tits reduced, but they were still little tits. But I wasn't it's benching. It's called quitting, Joe. You know, I wasn't benching. If you kept going. Yeah. If you kept going, okay? It's not like you have to have breast reduction surgery. You're just fucking boozing it up and doing, like, oh, Joe, you're grabbing onto your neck. To, oh, Jesus, getting sweaty in here. <laughs> I'm doing the fucking danger field. Uh, no, Joe, if you, like, really, if you got, like, a, a, a nutritionist and a personal trainer, they, they could make those go away. Yeah. Now, if they can't, then you got, I don't know, then you got to go to a doctor. I don't know what happens. Yeah. Don't they come back? Aren't you predisposed <laughs> to have uh, A cups? I don't know, baby. I'm not even worried about it. I wouldn't be, Joe, because, you know, yeah. your track record speaks for itself. Hey, you know, hey, the ladies hey. love Joe. The ladies like my body. And, you know, Joe, I got to tell you, Joe, you know, you came out of that fucking engagement. You landed on your feet, Joe. I, th- I really thought that you were going to fucking go down the goddamn Florentine the, the other night. The gutter. I saw Florentine the other night, and he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, uh, you did good, man. You, you did good for yourself in this game. And he goes, Joe, because I have my buddy with me, he goes, DeRosa, DeRosa's a Hall of Famer. He goes, he's the guy you forget when they're, when they're giving out the awards. And he yeah. goes, oh, DeRosa, I forgot about that guy. <laughs> no, you did it. And you know what you did? You did it in a small market. You were, it's like you, you. It's like you played for the Arizona Cardinals. If you, oh, the, oh, the you know, San Antonio Spurs. If you did in, in the ladies' game, Joe. If you did that, but you did it in New York City, and nobody noticed. I don't. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah. Joe, you are. You're up there, and I'm not going to name names, but you know the names, Joe. You are, yeah. Joe. You are in the conversation. I know the and, names. I would say the degree of difficulty, what you were working with. No offense, Joe, compared hey. to some of these other guys. I mean, you kept your hair. Yeah. That was a great thing, okay? Yeah. You, I don't know, Joe. Joe I've been growing it out per your suggestion a while back. God, was I drinking? I don't remember saying <laughs> that. <laughs> you were like, well, you got this great head of hair. Why do you cut it so short? Yeah. And then a couple other people said it, and I was like, you know what? Why am I cutting it so short? I'm going to start growing it out. Why do you cut it short? <laughs> um, here's a question about reading. What's the difference between being well-read and being an avid reader? What's the difference? Is there a difference? Because I think I would some think of... it would be what you read. Being well-read is like, you can, I, that basically means, what do you want to talk here? You want to talk politics? You want to talk fucking, uh, right. what are some other smart subjects? The, the economics. Economics. You want to talk uh, uh, global warming? Uh, yeah. I almost, that's, I almost just said global warming. You that's want to how... talk uh, the destruction of uh, the retail yeah. market of uh, yeah. brick-and-mortar stores? Right. Genocide. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. By the way, did you see that giant, giant, fucking space available in Times Square. It says space for rent in Times Square. Yeah, where? It's like the size of the old Virgin fucking store. Right in, oh, uh, I went, Joe, this well-read guy went to the theater last night. I saw the picture on Instagram. How was that show? It's supposed to be great. Dude, Adam Driver is a fucking beast. And everybody in the thing is great. Everything is, but just his character comes in like a fucking tour de force. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, he is no joke. I heard guy. it was awesome. Yeah. Nia posted it. a picture from backstage. Did you get to meet the cast? 
went back briefly and said hello to one of the actors, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you didn't meet the drive man? Huh? You didn't meet the drive? Adam Driver? Yeah, I met him, Joe. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'm not trying to be all fucking Hollywood here, Joe. Well, I don't know. Did you go backstage? I want to know if you, you met him. I'm a big fan hands? of the fucking guy. I'm a big fan he's a great, of the uh, He's great. Guy. He's, he's, he's no, he was... Um, a great Star Wars villain. Yeah, like, uh, Joe, this is a, not a very well-read guy. And I went there, and, he, and, and like, and there was an... Uh, it was a guy, David... Uh, his last name rhymes with mine, and I still can't remember. David Furr or David... I don't know. I don't know. He was great. There's another guy. Was it Randy? Randy Quaid. <laughs> I can't remember. Chelsea Handler's in it, right? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Annie Oakley. What? What? Uh, Charles Oakley. Uh, I want to see that show while I'm here. I, I would really like to see it. Okay. But it's getting such rave reviews. I'm like, these tickets are going to be fucking... Joe, call somebody. You're in the business. I don't. I don't know anybody with theater. In the theater. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have any connections over there. That's a tough one, man. Well, you'd be surprised the way these agencies are now. They represent everybody from fucking Broadway actors to uh, those two people who walked on the wire across fucking Times Square. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Duh, I can call it. I never think of that. I'm always thinking like I got to call a comic I know or something. No. Um, uh, in the I, I, oh, I almost told you this earlier. My favorite thing I ever read in an autobiography. It was in George Carlin's autobiography. It was just such a shot from out of left field that I wasn't expecting. But he was talking about some. He had to do some. It was like some awards thing he got, or some panel thing, or something. And he goes, "It was me." He's talking about how it was him, like Bill Murray, Billy Crystal, and Lauren Michaels. And he basically like goes, Billy, Bill Murray was there. He's always been nice to me. Billy Crystal was there. You know, there's really never been a connection. Lauren Michaels was also there, dash, dash, who I always thought to be a hands and knees cocksucker. <laughs> wow. He did the first episode ever of. Yeah. The- Hard shot. I was like, and he doesn't explain it. He doesn't go into it. He's just like, fuck you. And he just keeps moving. Which is why it made me laugh so hard, because I was wow. like, that's a guy just, he's, <laughs> something happened. Something happened. And of course, it came out after he died, so you're like, God damn it, we're never going to Joe, how soon, how soon before somebody t- puts a book out and takes a shot at you? I mean, that's a sign of success, isn't it? Yeah. Somebody, well, write, somebody dedicates a chapter to you? Well, then not too soon then, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Wouldn't you love that? If somebody was hated you so much, they dedicated a chapter yeah, oh, to you? Great. Yeah. Yeah. I had somebody tell me one time they were going to put me in the book, and he was going to write a bad fucking chapter. He did it on the fucking radio, and I trashed him. Somehow that trashing does not exist on the radio anymore. It's a long time ago. Don't say anything. I won't. I won't. You're not going to find it either. People are going to look for it. In my head, I'm tra- I think I know who you're he talking He went about. through the Rolodex. <laughs> it's he hasn't not- figured out the name yet. I've known you for a long time. It's not- Joe, you know, we've known each other for a very long time. And speaking of time, Joe, unfortunately, we're out of time here. All right. These are perfect little cardio snippets for you. These are like podcast sliders. Well, the, the plan is, is we hope to get one of these out a week. So, you know, uh, half an hour per episode is doable. Well, there you go, Joe. Jesus, <laughs> way, way to sum it up. All right. I don't know yeah. if I, I've learned anything, but you never really do. No, I didn't expect to. So what do you think, Joe? In the end no, of the day... I expect to be stupider after I spend time with you. Is it more stupid or stupider? I don't know, because I'm not well-read. Oh! And folks, that's a 
Jesus. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time.